Welcome back to another week of the AMB Podcast. It's your boy Young Tamarack, and we in here moving on one accord like a Honda. I'm in here with some good people because my people is never not good. Let them know what it is there. What's good, y'all? We back. Welcome back. Welcome to the pod for anyone who hasn't tuned in yet. Thank you for tuning in. You're doing well like LL Cool J. Boom. Ooh, okay. I see you trying to get trying, your bars trying, up. You know, I see you trying, trying to get your bars up. Trying. Uh, you know, like I was saying, we're here with some good people. My people is never not good. We're here with a, a legendary producer. You know what I mean? <laughs> a young man out here trying to get it. You know what I'm saying? Anton Forever. Let them know what it is, bro. What's going on? What's going on? Anton Forever checking, man. I respect it. Yeah, it's keeping it. Keeping Short and right. simple. Short and simple. All right. Well, as always, man, how's everybody's week been? You know, y'all, y'all good? Y'all, y'all, y'all holding I've it down? I've been good. I've been good. Uh, it's been a wild week because of the fourth, so it was a little out of whack. But it was definitely a wild week in terms of just shit going on yeah. in the world and life and Happy to be here. Happy to be back for the, the recording. Respect, respect. Well, damn, what about you, Anton? My week was thrown off, honestly. This I whole week it was kind of wild. Yeah, it was wild. Yeah, so yeah. I, I got the early release from work on Wednesday. It was off on Thursday, and the whole rest of the week felt like Sunday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I was thrown off every day. I didn't even really enjoy this weekend because I felt like, damn, I got to go back to work. Got to go back to work. <laughs> I know the feeling. Yeah, I woke up this morning. I was like, damn, I got to go to work. Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah, it's Sunday. Sunday. I ain't that, yeah. Yeah. Sunday. It's really Sunday. I'm enjoying yeah. Sunday. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, long week. How about you, birthday boy? How was your week? Oh, your birthday today? No, no. So my birthday was on uh, July 2nd. But, yeah, oh, we, no, happy, happy day. We still going appreciate up. It, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. So, yeah. Yeah. Young, young niggas turned 26. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, man. Boy. I had a good time, man. On Tuesday, uh, my cousin took me out, hit DC up, hit happy hour, got some drinks, was real whacked. Um, and you know, it's the middle of the week, so you can't really do a whole bunch of turn up for your birthday. So, uh, on what Friday night, we went to Amsterdam, had a little, little table situation, uh, turned up with some good people. You know, Alice there was that in was, there. That was lit. Um, <laughs> shout out to my cousin Quab, shout out to Couches, uh, shout out Black Mike, shout out Black Mike, shout out Ralph, shout out Naomi, uh, shout out Rasta Nay, yeah. and Makia. Makia showed up, uh, shout out Nigel. Nigel, yeah, it was just a whole bunch yeah. of us in the section. We, we was out there, had three Henny bottles. You know what I'm saying? It was cool. It was real chill. Too wrong with that. Right. After the second one, oh my gosh, I was hurt. Yeah. <laughs> I was hurt. Yeah, <laughs> sound like some good folks came out. Yeah. Nah, it was yeah. cool. It was cool. I had a good time. And then, um, you know, Fourth of July. You know, what I'm saying I randomly called fireworks in the city because I happened to go back to DC. So we uh we went to Naomi's barbecue too. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, Bomb my mom food. threw down to that job. <laughs> that shit was feasty, bro. Man, I took the crab legs to go. I said, yeah, I'm going to... Nah, bro, I got home, put my salmon in the fridge, woke up the next morning, bro. Salmon was gone, dog. Ow. Fish's yeah. world that we live in. It's a <laughs> world of it. I asked my dad, I said, I said, yo, we eat my salmon? He said, yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, bro, you know how you go try to like, deny it or fake he was just like, yeah, bro, you ain't go to the restaurant, so I had to go, I had to do what I had to do. I said, damn, so my plate was just up for grabs. But anyways, but yeah, that was my week. It was good though. Thank everybody for the birthday love, man. But um, Alistair, go ahead, hook us up with that uh, that good old top five. Top five, top five, top five. You have Anton Forever, the producer extraordinaire. We're gonna do top five hip hop producers. Top five hip hop producers. Is anyone bold enough to start with that? Um, it's a wide range, so. I'll go first. All right, all right. All right, so my list is like a mix of a couple different producers. Uh, so I had to put Pharrell on there because mm-hmm. we all know Pharrell is responsible. Well, I mean, I guess Pharrell slash the Neptunes or whatever, but he's responsible for so many dope sounds that we heard growing up mm-hmm. uh, and even sounds that we're hearing now like Stir Fry. Um, I had to put 40 on there because, yeah, bro. <laughs> 40, and, 40 and Drake, bro. When they get together, man. Yeah. It it just be magic, bro. The way he be sampling shit, yeah. it just be out of this world. Um, I had to put Pierre Bourne on the list. Um, what what am I at right now? Three, three. All right, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do Madlib because I like um, his projects with Freddie Gibbs. I said Gibbs, Gibbs. Them Jones is fire, yeah. and his most recent album was definitely dope as hell. Uh, Everybody check that out when you get a chance. And then this was a really tough, tough decision for me for the last one because I really couldn't decide. But I'm going to have to go with Gunner's producer, Wheezy, right now because uh, his beast is stupid right now. I'm going to jump in. 
because left a lot on the table. So I'm gonna just. You know, I mean, I left. It. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. I left. I left a lot. Trust <laughs> I'm me. A, I'm gonna have to start off with DJ Esco. I, okay. I, I am a future hater, but like DJ Esco and the whole Monster Run and just anything that I need to get hyped to. Mm-hmm. He's there for me. Is Esco a producer, producer, or is he just like a producer? Like a DJ, like, DJ, I, like DJ Khaled, where he's oh, yeah. Don't, don't break my heart. <laughs> no, I'm not sure. I'm asking. Because, like, you see, like, I've seen a couple of these other dudes, like, actually, like, put together, okay. like, beat. I just never seen, like, Esco physically put together a beat. But, I mean, if he's responsible for the future that we all know and love, then. I gotta go Kanye. Mm-hmm. Oh, you shit. Know. Yeah. <laughs> what are you even thinking? <laughs> I'm gonna go Zaytoven. Yeah. I'm gonna go. DJ Darrell, just because he's responsible for No Labels too. Okay. That was one of my favorite uh, mixtapes. And I have to throw... Is that four? Yes. Yeah. All right. And last one, I'm just going to Swizz. Swizz? We can't, okay. go, can't go All right. with Swizz. <laughs> he's, legend, nah. he's a legend. He's a legend. Swizz, no yeah, no he question. Um, all right. So mine, this is in no particular order, and it's going to be kind of biased because I'm a Jay-Z fan. Huge Jay-Z fan. Hey. I heard one of y'all on this. This crazy. All right. So, all right. Kanye, this is no particular order. Kanye, he responsible for that that blueprint one, blueprint two sound. Um, got to throw just blaze in there too. I had it. Prelims. I fuck with that. Uh, Dr. Dre. I mean, even though he sound cliche, it is what it is. Yeah. Um. I'm gonna throw Zaytoven in there too. I feel like he pioneered that whole trap sound. Uh, and I'm gonna go Boy Wonder for my last one. He oh, he he gave okay. me some of my favorite Drake uh, beats. So all right, yeah, feel it, feel it. Straight. So Anton, we go back to high school. Y'all went to Blake, right? James Hubert, mm-hmm. home of the Bengals. Yeah, School of the Arts. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, as uh, the School of the Arts, do you feel like Blake prepared you to go onto your path? No. Nope. As a producer. Okay. No, I, was, <laughs> so, but, I agree. But that wasn't Blake's part. I feel like they could have very well prepared me, but I didn't know that I wanted to get into What you wanted to do, Carl? Right. So, you know, it was, I wasn't looking. They probably had it to offer, but I wasn't looking at all. I'm about to say, Blake had like a whole bunch of like, different, yeah. like, te- like yeah. technology for like music and, and all that, but... Yeah. I definitely didn't take advantage of it. I only went to Blake because, like I, like I said last episode, my cousin was like, yo, come to Blake. It's about to be lit. And I was like, shit, if my cousin think it's lit, <laughs> yeah. I should have went to Springbrook and learned some computer <laughs> shit or something, dog. Nah, you didn't want to do that. I mean, <laughs> technically, you still did. But yeah. Okay. But, All right, just had to ask. So earlier, me and Alistair were talking. We were like, yo, so we like we like knew you in high school or whatever, but we ain't like know you, know you. Right. We always thought you was like a mad, like quiet dude. At least that's what I thought. I was. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty was, accurate. Pretty accurate. But I guess to, to start, since we, you know, talked about you being a producer, what kind of got you into making beats or the whole the whole art of making beats? All right. So it starts way back, long story, but I'll make it short. We got time. time. All right, well, from from a kid, I would say my dad just riding in the car with him, like he didn't give a fuck about my ears. Music was way on blast, all always. So a mix of go go and R and B, which is why I sampled a lot, because I listen to a lot of old R and B. So just just that, like him loving music so much, I, that definitely like drove me to listen to music with a different ear. Um, and then I went to Towson for college, my freshman year. Like, as y'all knew, very quiet person. So, I mean, not that not, that's not like I don't, I, I, like, that's not, I have trouble meeting people. And, yeah, you just, you just reserved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so, so, the first couple months, I spent a lot of time in my dorm room. And I'm like, hey, I got a MacBook. MacBook got GarageBand on it. Mm-hmm. And I just started fucking around in there. I was like, damn, this shit is all right. And it kills time. So, I just, you know, I made like two, three beats. And then I stopped for a while. And then <clears throat> I came back to it probably about, a year later, and then that's when I really started taking it serious. Like <clears throat> people like started rapping on my beats. Um, like T, he was he was like one of the first people to like even like fucking around on one of my beats. He was like, "Damn, that's all right. I'm gonna just have to try something out." And then of course, uh, AK, he was one of them people too. And Roland too. He uh, mm-hmm. you know, and we still rocking and rolling today. So, uh, yeah. Long story short, I had GarageBand on the MacBook. I got bored and discovered it, and that's that's how we here. You can make beats on GarageBand. Fool me, you, I would have never you known. You can do every. You can record songs. You can make beats. Like I read somewhere that uh, ASAP Ferg recorded um, 
What's that? Uh, Coogee down to the side. What's that? Back on? Nah, yeah, he, he recorded that on GarageBand. I read that somewhere. I definitely recorded some raps on GarageBand because I mean, what kid doesn't fuck around exactly. and rap? You know what I mean? But like, like I said, I never used it to like make beats. Maybe because I was interested in that. I was all about just stealing niggas beats off of YouTube and then <laughs> and then rapping over them. But right. easy access. But not as dope. Easy access. You said you got any bars? Like, have you ever put any bars to a, a beat? One of your own beats? Yeah, I got, I got a, uh, I got a oh. CD out on Apple Music. Oh, oh. Black Roll Forever Two coming with Rolling. Oh, you you might be featured. Yeah, on every song. Oh, yeah. made the beats and rap. Okay, so we're on, we're on, we're on the way with that. All right. Yep. You about to have the bars like like Jay Z? Because I mean, you were just talking talking them up. Or you about to just be on your like, ooh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> nah, we the best. I'm not on that, but I would say it's a mix of like modern flow with older sounding stuff as well. Cause I like the sample a lot, so it's not gonna sound like all like trappy and like all up tempo stuff. My stuff is usually slower, but not it don't sound super outdated. Okay. So y'all right. expect an interesting mix. So a few moments ago, you mentioned. Uh, T was one of the first people to hop on your beats or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I know that you, somebody who's very close to T, right. um, would you say his passing was something that I guess provided additional inspiration to you to kind of move forward with the, with the beat thing? Or? Definitely, definitely. Um, so after he passed, I um, <clears throat> went back to Towson and I really wasn't feeling it. Like I just would like I would try to do everything to like try to take my mind off of that. What I ended up doing most of the time was just sitting in my dorm room making beats. Like I'd just be up at weird ass hours in the night, probably like three, four in the morning, just okay. making beats. They was terrible, but I just kept going because I didn't have nothing better to do. <laughs> How you know they were terrible though? I played it for people. Oh, they were. They you up. Yeah, like it's like you you know what type of reaction you gonna get if if some shit is like that. Some that's vibe. hard. Yeah, it was never that. Mm. It, it didn't start getting that until like I want to say like at least a year later but I had nothing better to do and I liked it so much it wasn't like I wasn't doing it for people's like reaction it was doing I was like You're doing, doing it because I liked it I was bored it was killing time it was taking my mind off of stuff and you know and eventually it paid off because I got I got pretty good at it I would say <clears throat> so when Kanye rapped and he was like I was doing five beats for five Five beats, five beats a day for three songs. Yeah. yeah, bro. Is it really like when you just sit and you're playing <clears throat> and you're just playing the same beat over and over and over? All right, what, so, what's your process? So I know some people that work like that. I cannot work like that. I can't work like that. That just seems insane. insane. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, I, <laughs> so the reason why I can't work like that is because I feel like if I made too many beats like a surplus like that, they would sound so similar that yeah. I wouldn't even feel comfortable giving them to people because it's like, damn, I just gave somebody a beat that sounded like this. And I'm turning around and giving some mice the same beat, like, well, damn near the same beat. So I I make music as I feel. Like, I like the sample a lot. So if I come across a cool sample, I'm taking that. And I might not even make a beat right then and there. I might just download the song. So when I'm in the mood to make a beat, I'll come back and listen to the samples that I already downloaded. Or, like, if I'm, you know, like, on a normal day, if I hear a melody in my head, I might, you know, when I, when I get the chance to, I might just sit down on my computer, make the melody, finish making the beat, whatever. But... Definitely not. For me, it's quality over quantity. Okay. Some people, their quantity doesn't affect their their uh, quality, but it definitely does mine. I noticed that. So yeah. So just, you so you did try that at one point and just try to just like, nigga said, yeah, he's doing it. So I got to go <laughs> yeah, I tried. I tried. It didn't come out good. So you know, a lot of them, a lot of them beats, I got in the vault, and, and few people have ever heard them, yeah. and I doubt that nobody ever will unless somebody hack me and leak my shit. Then yeah, that's it. <laughs> how do you how do you decide who you who you collab with? Um, so at first when when before I like really started rapping, um, I would just just people that I was cool with, like oh, yeah. like just people that I knew that was in immediate reach. Like um, of course I would try to reach out to every, like everybody got dreams of like right. damn I want to get a song to such and such. I'm yeah. trying to reach out and that shit doesn't work. <laughs> It's hard though, man. It's hard, bro. Like you gotta really be in like the right situation at the right time, or send that message that just the nigga just happened to look up and be like, "Oh, let me check this beat out." And then they play, they be like, "Oh, this your fire." And then you know what I'm saying? But yeah, like, yeah, but that's the, like a one in like a, a million, ten thousand million shot. Yeah. You know what so I mean? in the meanwhile, I was doing that, but I was still locking in with the people that I that I knew immediately. Like, um, like I said, AK was, was used to be with him all the time. Um, shout out to AK by the way. Um, 
Roland, he he really one of the people that kept me going because his work ethic matched mine. Every time I got a beat, that's, that's every, crazy. Every, <laughs> everybody says the same shit about Ro, bro. They be like, yo, they when, when Ro no come lies. to work, yeah. he lock in, they bro. Like, no lies, no lies. <laughs> that's crazy, bro. No Big lies, ups to Ro. No lie, like he put like just recording this tape. It's one song on there. I did not like my verse. I had to go back in and rewrite because he like I was like, damn, I got to keep up with this nigga. Like he just did. I just sat there and watched him write a verse. Why can't I do that? <laughs> what the fuck? I tried. It wasn't good though. So I just had to go back to my normal pace and sit the fuck down and write and write it out and yeah, think about it. So yeah, but um, like I said, AK Rolling, um, Nate Nasby definitely, uh, and just yeah, I was like a few other people that I just you know knew. Immediately. It's kind of like when you first like decide to sell weed. Like you're not gonna go try to sell like weed to like niggas you don't know. Like, you're going, you know what I'm you know what saying? You going to up with the niggas you know already smoke. The niggas you yeah. smoked before. And you know it's, it's not like selling the beat where you could reach out to somebody like, hey, I got these. You know what I'm saying? I got these yeah. beats and they like that. If you reach to a nigga on the internet like, hey, I got this gas. Like uh, I could get it to like uh, Wiz Khalifa or somebody. <laughs> like what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so you know, good folks in arms reach. I just send it out to them. If you could get a beat for somebody, who's one person that's like, yo, I know for a fact this person would be who would kill it. Man, that's a tough question. I'm gonna say Wiz though because I'm not even the super hugest Wiz fan, but I feel like his personality and vibe match with the type of beats that I make. Like I, I make them like. Like I said, samples, but like they're oftentimes slower, and I feel like you could just slide. Okay. So you're not talking about black and yellow wigs. You're talking about like old. Yeah. Old. Yeah. Like, <coughs> like, yeah. I feel like he can still get in that bag. Of course yeah. he can. Yeah. <laughs> He's paid. Yeah. Like he had a billion. Wiz is low key talented as hell. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. I think we'd be faking. Yeah. Well, at least I know I'd be faking sometimes because I was a big Wiz fan back in the day. Mm hmm. Wow. Good times. Yeah. Damn. So you do do the rap thing, you do the, the beat making thing. But what do you, I guess, I don't know if people care or if you care to share, but like, what do you do outside of like making beats or like being a producer? Wow. Uh, I go to work like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> shit, I love watching movies, going to eat, just doing regular people. Regular nigga shit. shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Would you say like <laughs> movies have any inspiration in, in your beat making process as well? Or Definitely. Like, like, I might hear a score to a movie and be like, damn. That's hard. I need to make a beat because the way that that got me feeling, like I'm inspired. Like yeah. I've I've heard songs that I even may want to sample, or they may drive me to make a beat where it's like I gotta compete. Like I'm competitive in everything that I do. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck man. this person on, on this soundtrack of this movie it ain't better than me. I'm gonna make this beat, and yeah. it's gonna be better than that. So yeah, they definitely. Well, that leads me to ask this: Do you see yourself trying to get your beats into other places besides just be, being used for like rap? Like, do you see yourself maybe trying to put them on commercials or put them into TV shows or movies? Because I mean, people get placements like that all the time and make bread. So I would take anything that's offered to me, like as that's long as as long as it don't require me to sell my soul or do no crazy stuff. Oh yeah, commercial me. You movie me. What do you mean by sell your soul? What is that? <laughs> Define that. Well, it means I gotta make this cookie cutter type shit. As long as, long as it doesn't compromise my morals and and like like you see it like like if I make a make something that caters to white people and. And just make it. I need like, you to make it <laughs> for me. Yeah, hey, they spend they spend money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they do. Shout out to white people, but nah. <laughs> but nah, that that's not me. I'm not I'm not stepping too out of my lane just to just to try to force it. You know, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like I, I make I make rap, hip hop, R and B type of beats. I'm not making no pop star rock beats. I mean. If I could, and if I was making that stuff, I would. I would like to, but I. I don't even. That's not even my name. The next old town road could be inside you right now, man. Hey, but that beat was a trap. That's the. That's a trapish beat. That's up to the artist to to clip that. Very trap. Hey, actually, since we on the old town road, I got to ask y'all next question. I'm sorry. All right. How y'all feel about Lil Nas X coming out as gay? It was a great business move. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if he's really gay. That's but, what that's, that's, but I'm not gonna question that. Right. But looking at some of like his photos, and I'll be like, <laughs> make, 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 make you double take. It makes you double take. 
No, I'm not gonna lie. Like at first, I seen this theory on the internet. Like, man, what if this is all a marketing scheme for That's some bigger? Because everything, everything with him is like, oh, I made Panini a minute and fifty seconds, so you can have to replay it for more streams. Yeah, and I was like, oh, like, shit. and he had the fucking sell gift with him laughing, like mm-hmm, evil laugh. I was like, but yeah. to like to go gay, like to like <laughs> to, go gay. to like increase your sales. <laughs> Once again, there's nothing wrong. Like if you want to live your life, like that's cool. But it's just like. Damn, like that shit just came like, I guess out of left field. I that's I don't why, know. I mean, he waited to the end of Pride Month. That's why niggas pulled up on him like Dennis Rodman's like, yo, let's ride. Nah, Dennis Rodman's <laughs> OD. Dennis Rodman is OD. Hey, nah, have y'all ever seen the comments that he leave under people' pictures on Instagram? <laughs> Who Dennis Rodman? Yeah, I, I only seen that. the one post that said "Let's ride," and I was done after that. <laughs> I was like, I, I see random celebrities post. All like you know how people use them small letters in the, in the comments. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how they do that. But every everybody's post, he always posts. I'm leaving Instagram soon. Like, who the fuck gives a fuck? <laughs> 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 You're Dennis Rodman. Oh, what are you Dennis. doing with it with it? Instagram anyway? Who who cares? Dennis Rodman is on some other shit. I should have known something was up when he had the wedding with the when he wore when he did the reverse roles and he wore the dress at his wedding. When yeah. he dyed his hair a different color every night yeah. for the bulls. Now I remember asking my mom, I was like, what's up with that? Like why he got the dress on? She couldn't even explain it to me, yeah. dog. I was yeah. just like, he's definitely different. Yeah. But um to get back to get back on the topic of producers, <laughs> uh just recently uh most of us know that Dreamville uh just dropped their project. Right. Did you uh, you get a chance to listen to that Joe? Yeah. Okay, how you how you feel about it? You think you think you, you got some beats that's harder than than what's on that? Or? Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, uh, now being realistic, it's some beats on there that's hard. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. like, like, let me see. It's it's a song on there. Nah, let me not even try. But anyway, I can't remember the name of it. But it's a few songs on there. It's like, damn, I wish I made that beat. But right now, my favorite song on there and my favorite beat on there is Under the Sun. That under the sun zone is hard. Yeah, that joint is hard. And that's how they open up the tape too. Yeah, and they had the baby on that jump. Yeah, yeah. Niggas been hating on the baby, man. I know. Nah, there's no need to. Nah, nah there isn't. I'm just saying, but like, not at all. Niggas just be like, oh, you rap the same on every song. I'm like, bro, he got a, he got a style. He got a flow. Like, a boxer not gonna get in the ring and change up. You know what I'm saying the way he box. You know what I'm saying. People still, focus. people still buying it. People yeah. still listening to it. So he's he's still doing something right. I don't feel like you know he got to rush to switch it up just yet. I mean, it, it would be nice to get some variety, but you don't got to rush it just yet. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely feel that. Um, you seen the documentary? No, nah, I see it. Oh damn! Yeah. You gotta check that joint out. You know, um, you know King P. <clears throat> yeah, he's in the joint. Like shout he's literally King like, yeah, shout, yeah, shout, shout out to King, King P. P. He literally is in the documentary. Real oh, black. I found it. Like, <laughs> I found it wild though. because like. As I watched it, in the back of my head, I'm just replaying when we interviewed him and had him on the pod. And I was just like, yo, everything he said was like... It was exactly how it was. Like, niggas are walking around room to room like, oh, they're cooking up in there. Oh, shit. This beat is crazy. J.I.D. fucking... uh, Because, like, they got Down Bad with... uh, It's like a posse record. And you got fucking... What's the other one they had? Lambo Truck and another one where it's just like they went on and had, like, a cypher. I think it's uh, 1993. 1993. Yeah. And I was like, yo. Since 1993, I've been smoking weed. Yeah. I just wish they finished Ask their verses. Me. I just <laughs> wish that I... Pre- uh, nah. If they had like an extended version of that song, please, because those verses would have been tough. I appreciate J. Cole's involvement. Mm. Like, to me, I felt like I wasn't sure that he was going to be so involved in this. Like, I feel mm. like he might have... You know, you know how rappers get. They feel like they're too above. I, w- I was happy to see him on multiple tracks, so... Yeah, shout out to That's Jay crazy. Cole. If you watch the documentary, he actually he talks about that. He said like at one point he couldn't even like write nothing because he felt like he was wearing like two hats. He was wearing the hat of like like the head of like the label or whatever, and then also like the hat of like being an artist. So he like had to like literally stop being like the head of the label and just like get on some rap shit. So like that shit was dope. But like it was mad and like encouraging. I think anybody who's like just trying to like be on the up and up or like trying to come up in general mm-hmm. should definitely check out the documentary because it's it's just like a a type of like community that I think Cole's trying to foster amongst like artists. So it's not like something where I mean there's competition for sure. You definitely want to have the best shit, but yeah. you know it's definitely like all right, niggas can come together and like work together to do some shit. You know what I mean? I, I feel like you can hear it in the, in the project. Like I feel like nothing sound forced. Like nobody sound out of place on any song. Right. So I feel like that that cohesiveness was was apparent. Oh, that's for sure. So, and I, I seen uh, Eve's manager talking to Boz on Twitter, and they were like, "Yo, we might need a deluxe." 
Because there's songs that they that didn't even that didn't make it. I'm sure they recorded it. Yeah, video. they recorded endless shit. They had to have. Yeah. They had to have. And everybody go listen to Wells Fargo if you need like wake up in the morning to go get money. I'll tell you. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's your... That's your... <laughs> get you right. Yeah. It's popping. Absolutely. So speaking of like collaborating, I've seen like a couple like producers get together to like make beats for like artists or whatever. Is that something that, that you also do? Do you also like get together with other producers and like cook up some shit or? Um, all right. As least arrogantly as this can sound. I don't fuck with these. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah, it works to be on nah, my nah, shit. No, 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 no. I don't know how people get together and make beats. That's why I was about to ask you. <laughs> I was like, so how does that work? Like, does one person like push a button and then person push a button next to him? Y'all like, and he's yeah, yo, yo, like, yo, I got the gun. And then we're we passing kick, it back kick. and forth. The only person that I have gotten together and made a beat with. Well, no, no, that's not true. But James, uh, 90s mm. kid, he like, so he'll, he sent me like a few tracks where he had the whole beat already laid out, but he's saying, I don't really do the 808 thing. Just throw some 808s in there. So yeah. I wouldn't really say that that was working together because he pretty much had it all finished. But I, I, just, I think that's exactly what that is. I think, because the 808s are just the drums, right? Like, yeah. like the, the knock. Yeah. So yeah, some people are better at like, I guess, putting in the 808s. Because as long as I've known James, he's never like made like, Beats that like knock, you know what I yeah, mean? If yeah. that makes sense, like it'd be beats that like, like they slide, like they're real, like smooth, yeah, real chill. Yeah. But like he does a good job of sampling different shit. Like yeah. he be really digging like his old music bag. Yeah. But like, yeah, I think that's actually the definition of like what producers collabing would be. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, that's my what I would envision is like somebody comes in or like does a good amount of like something. You come in, you put your little spin on it. Mm-hmm. Um, did that beat ever see the light of day or? I'm not sure. It, it it was like two or three of them, and I'm not sure that he ever used them. Um, so hopefully, if he hasn't, somebody get to use them because they they were pretty sweet. So on Netflix, I don't know the name of the movie, but I watched it earlier this week. One of those random times in those days. But uh, they have this movie about this kid from Chicago who makes beats. He has PTSD. Doesn't leave the crib for nothing. But he was a quote-unquote genius because he was able to make beats in, like, two minutes. He was like, all right, crank out. This is with Anthony Anderson? Yeah. I just, I, started, I just started watching it. I ain't finished it. I ain't, I ain't started that joint. Right, so I'm not going to ruin it. But how long, does it make you, how long does it take you to, like, really come up with a solid beat like that? Uh, It varies. Like, sometimes I'll, I'll start a beat, come back to it, finish it later. But sometimes, like, when I make beats from scratch, like, meaning no sample, um, usually, like, 15, 20 minutes. Not too short, not too long, but samples. What do you mean by from scratch, though? <clears throat> like, from scratch, meaning, like, so, meaning, like, I program everything. Like, I, like I play the melody on there mm. and program the drum, do all of that. With a sample, what I look for in samples is more like the melody. I do all my drums myself, so I prefer to find, like, a sample that doesn't have any drums in it or, like, a one that's easily, like, where my drums will overshadow the drums that's already there. Um... But, uh, like, so the, from scratch, meaning just basically from start to finish, everything like the like if it's a piano, I played that. If it's a if it's a whatever other instrument plus the drums, I played all of that. I'm gonna have to interrupt you again. So, <laughs> <laughs> so like, all right. So when you're doing all that, like on your computer, does that necessarily mean that you know how to play like the piano or like you just like you 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 playing the drum and then you hear the sound? It's like all right. So I need to like lay this with this and it come together because. I don't really know, so I, I'm like... Uh, Alright, so, I don't know how to read sheet music, but if you, if I hear a song, I can play it back, um, like, just based on, like, remembering how it sounds, pretty I much. I hated people like you, because I played music, like, I played saxophone, I played drums, so I'm a hating ass nigga, but like... <laughs> so I'm a hating ass nigga. I don't know how those two... I was the type of person, I was the type of person that I could read sheet music, yeah. so I'm gonna have to be like... Dun, dun. So, oh, you're that other nigga on drum line. No, that but was see, hating. it's, no, no, it's, it's exactly. twofold. It's twofold because I play, I used to play instruments in middle school, right? Mm, okay. And, and when it came to time for like, you know how they have performances, I couldn't fucking read the sheet. Music. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I was in the back, like I played, the, I played the snare drum. So, okay. my music teacher looking at me, what the fuck is he doing? I mean, I'm just in the back <laughs> thinking of Nick Cannon on on fucking drum line, <laughs> like. And Eric, like they playing a jazz song or something, and I'm da 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 da. So yeah, like so it's 
it's twofold. So okay, you know, okay. reading sheet music, playing it by ear. You know, it's it's a, it's a double edged sword. I know a lot of people that just pull up with the. Oh, I heard uh, Candy Shop, and they could play it on the like the, the xylophone. Right? Yeah, that's like I'm a, I'm all used to. I mean, I think he could read sheet music as well too. But like, like literally, he was in the crib like playing Twenty One Questions on the keyboard, and I was like, "Yo, you gotta teach me how to do that shit." And literally to this day, all I know is how to. <laughs> but that should be lit. Yeah, shout out to Amo. Yeah, man, that shit is crazy. But sorry, I, I definitely interrupted you in the middle of you explaining it. So you was talking about a beat from scratch. You plug in, or you, I guess you select everything that you're you're gonna use on the beat mm-hmm. in comparison to making a sample. Now, when you're making a sample, when you use a sample, mm-hmm. like I guess, how do you how do you go about doing that without I guess getting too od technical? Because I know like you listen to the song. You wait for a certain part of it. Like, for example, like, if you could deconstruct, like, the wishing beat, like, right now. Because, mm. for one, hand raised in the sky. I'm a big fan of the wishing beat. I think that's Hand raised number two. Oh, yeah. like I appreciate that. One of the hardest beats. I appreciate it like that. And shout out to Nate and King P, because they definitely did their thing on that. Yeah. Um, but if I had to break that beat down right now. So, that beat, um, the that voice that you hear in the background. So, what I did was, on the original song, it's... Uh, that part is a little faster. So I, I just cut that part, um, like the vocal part, slowed it down a little bit, raised the pitch of, of the lady's voice so it's so it gives you that so like that yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. And then so from, from then on the only thing that I had to do myself was was do the drums. So that was that I I looped that over again and then I just played the drums myself and then there you have that beat. That beat probably took me all of ten minutes. Damn. So like you wait. So where did you hear the song at? Because I literally not too long ago the other day I heard the song somewhere in a movie or oh, some baby shit. Boy. <laughs> it, oh shit! It was. It was. It was. You asked me the movies inspired. Like. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy as fuck. So you were literally watching Baby Boy. You heard that shit? Or I like, mean, well, I've heard that song. Okay, I'm about to say. But it, it like I know I like. As many times as Baby Boy then came on BT, it's like yeah. I've heard that song a million times, like outside of it. But it was like, hear, like repetitively hearing that song, and it's like, damn, that song was meant to be sampled. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why not by me? Yeah. <laughs> Who else? So you know, shout out to Baby definitely Boy. Definitely rocks. So I got to I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> I nah, it. Like I told, like I told um Nate and, and King P, I was like, damn, like niggas that live like. In my area is like making like some hard ass shit. Mm-hmm. Like that's just what's up, man. Like for real. Definitely appreciate it. Um, you guys hear about the the riot on Twitter of white people not being happy with the casting of Ariel? I thought you about to talk about them not washing their legs, um, <laughs> which is kind of gross. But um, kind of gross. The thing is, it's just that's how. That's how the world works, bro. Like everybody get their time to do what they gotta do. You can't say um, that. they made the black Annie. There was outrage about that. It still ended up coming out. You know what I mean? Um and I think Jamie Foxx was in that movie he too. Was. And white people love he Jamie Foxx. But yeah, I just think er- everything has its time. Like just like how they be trying to make a bunch of characters on like like shows like gay, you know what I mean? Or like <clears throat> shit like that. It's just it's a matter of incorporating different, I guess, uh subsections of like culture so that they feel like they're represented on the main screen or represented in magazines or whatever the case may be and i mean you know how white people be like it's just they just be outraged about shit i just think that they want to be outraged just said, about. like a while back that niggas just be missing it yeah like there's so much more going on in the world than you're worried about who's playing ariel who's yeah. a mermaid yeah it's not like mermaids aren't real so you can't be like oh yeah basing off no like yeah, and to yeah, me, I don't even think about that. To me, Disney is no fool. Like they, they know that, they know it's making they know money. That they... black people are going to come on and spend that money because I think Disney, if I'm not mistaken, I think Disney owns Marvel. Yep, and they mm-hmm. seen they seen how Black Panther turned yep. out. They seen you know they seen that black people will come out movies. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and oh, look, like, if it takes a hit, it's only one movie they can give right back mm-hmm. to casting white people. <laughs> so you know, Disney is no fool. They no know how to make money. Yeah, I'm well. Shout out to them though, cause uh, isn't that one of the the girls that be on Grownish or whatever? Who, yeah, who's Chloe, the who is connected with Beyonce. So shout out to, no, it's Haley. I'm sorry, it's Chloe and Haley. That's their group. Hmm. And it's, it's just is that not their name? 
No, that's their names. So why you air? Why I say air quotes because it's not really a group. They're just sisters. So it's not like. If they're not a group, then what are they? They're a duo. Boom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't be a group of two people. One up. One up. One up. Me there. <laughs> Thank you. But um, yeah. Shout out to the to the young black young black sisters. You know. Yep. I'm a fan of the white queens and all, but you... Nah, I'm joking. Don't take me seriously. <laughs> they're going to um, cancel you on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> well, as soon as we make it, they're just going to pull up all the old episodes and be like... And honestly, you're doing something right if you're getting canceled on Twitter, bro. I'm just saying, like, if you don't got no haters, then you're saying you you're ain't doing nothing right. So, maybe I don't take that comment back. Maybe I am going to leave that the way it is. Respect. You know what I'm saying? Respect. Respect. Oop. But speaking <laughs> of uh, haters, did you see the uh, the chick... Go into the grocery store with the ice cream. Yeah, I did. Her nasty ass. Yo, like, shit. I don't know why. Stop fucking licking ice cream, dog. Why? What's, what's the purpose? What's wrong with everybody, man? People are like, I don't understand why they want clout so bad that they're going into grocery stores. Bro, that's not even getting you no clout, bro. Nigga, what? That that's shit not that, getting you that no clout. That guy hurt. Two to yeah, twenty. Two to twenty. But for that day. She went viral. Was it worth Bro, it? but what I'm saying is Hell, like... Man, that's what I want to ask her. Really is it, worth it? it worth Like, it? there's got to be like good clout and like bad clout or valid clout and like... Like, what is she really going to do? Like, she, now that she lick ice cream. Oh, that's Unless she's going to start a career in like... She's going to partner with the ice cream nigga. Doing ice cream based <laughs> porn. Then maybe I can see that. But if she's not about to get into ice cream based Ooh. porn... Then what are we really talking? What skill does this girl possess? I don't know. They All could know fuck is... it up with the ad though. Like the ice cream is so good, she couldn't even wait till she got home. Ad? They could spend it, hire me. But nah. But don't ad. put it back in the jar. <laughs> you can't wait to get home. Buy the ice cream. <laughs> Come on, man. That's just because she's in, she's inspired a whole bunch of wild ass people. Like I seen somebody take mouthwash, spit it back. That's just nasty. Deodorant. I see deodorant. Like. Trifling. Yeah, everybody's. You know what everybody's doing right now on the internet is shit that homeless people do, <laughs> and it's like, bro, I know y'all niggas is not homeless. So like, if you need deodorant, bro, like, ask your mom and pop. Like, you know what I'm saying? They might be able to hook you up, bro. But like, to go in the store and just eh, and throw the deodorant on. No, now I gotta reach back further to get deodorant. Reach seen, back further to get mouthwash. I seen somebody one up the ice cream lick. I seen somebody take their hand, scoop out. I saw that. I seen that dude too. And I'm like, yo, y'all really are like thieves. It's no, like you got some type of psychotic, like or sociopath or some shit. Like that's no thieves, unsanitary, all of that, everything. I just think that once that camera get rolling, bro, people liable to like lose their religion, bro. People (laughs) will do anything, 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 bro. And not I. Nah, nah. Mm-mm. You might catch right. me doing the two step. <laughs> That's about it, though, bro. That shit is wild. But you know what else I've been noticing on Twitter? There's been a lot of like women exposing themselves in like public places, which doesn't bother me, even though I haven't been there to witness it. Which, which would be all right in my book. But like, I've been seeing people like, yo, like if you're a dude and you like you whip out your meat, like you say you're a sex offender the no, next you're going day. Like, you going to jail? You going to jail? You going to jail, bro. And it's like, bro, all right, so we've been trying to get rid of double standards, but, like, we can't really get rid of double standards. Like, they, like, kind of make the world go around. So, like, ladies, hey, baby, what it do? Like, don't be, <laughs> don't do, be getting baby? upset. <laughs> like, if you, want, if you want to whip out your left breast in the store, like, be my guest. Like, for real. I actually kind of rhyme. If you want to whip out your left breast, be my guest. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> hey, man, I'm going to need a beat. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to need a beat. The next up. <laughs> the next up. But, yeah, that shit is, nah, that shit is wild. Double standards, unfortunately, have to stay. Because if you take away the double standard, there's definitely going to be some wild niggas running around. Doing crazy shit doing that, that I had no interest in seeing. Like, come on, like. A, a titty, alright, it's out there. If a nigga it's honestly run, the nipple is the worst part of the, the yeah, titty for some if reason. Which I don't run around understand. with his sack out, just like, hey, a left ball, like, that's gonna be bad <laughs> as fuck. Yeah. I just feel like that's dangerous for your health in general to have your left ball out. It's not the same as having your left breast out. I just feel like you're a little more susceptible to bad shit happening <laughs> if your left ball is out. Like, you could trip and just, oh, and then land on that <laughs> jump. And then, you know, you'd be short. It's crazy. That's crazy. Like, if you fall on your left breast, I'm sure, like, it'll be, like... It's like airbags. It'll be all right. You know what I'm saying? Quick little 
saying pat down. Hold on a sack, now you ballless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I try to run with the sack. Yeah, that's wild as shit. It's mad, like, warm in here, though. I'm dry sweating. And I ain't gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. To actually go back to the topic of, like, the whole beat-making thing, has there ever been a point in time where, like, somebody's come to you to, like, make a beat, like, real quick, and it was like, oh, damn, like, I had to turn this beat around? Or is it always just kind of, like, you just give people, like, I guess the beats that you already have in store? Or, like, if you hear, like, a beat and you know somebody rap, like, oh, this fits with, like, that person. Mm, yeah, I, I had something like that. Um, Should I pass me that? Yeah. Sorry to cut you off. You're good. But no, yeah, I, I've had situations like that. Like somebody, um, somebody reached out to me. Like you know, hey, I have a studio. You know, I need you to come in. I need some tracks done on this day. But they didn't say. You know, I, I got you with like a dub. So mm. like no, you know I'm saying like. <laughs> uh, niggas want free beats every day. Yeah, like you every day. Free. <laughs> and. You know, I don't like, like I said, if I know you or I know of you or somebody that I know knows you, I'm not, I'm not even that type of person. I, I'll give it to you off the strength. I'm not nobody to be denying nobody beats yet. I'm not of any status yeah. type type of shit yet. So, um, you know, I'm giving them out pretty much. But if you, if I don't know you from anywhere and like this person reached out to me through Instagram, I had never met them. They had just no. followed me like a day before. They like, yeah, hey, I see you make, you know, I see you make beats and you 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 probably won't get a response from me offering some shit like that. No price listed. I don't know you. Nobody that I know knows you. No mutual followers. No, okay. <laughs> like okay. so. Niggas trying to bag you. Yeah, it's a scammer. <clears throat> but yeah, watch yeah. So <laughs> nine, nine times out of ten, I work at my own pace. So when I'm when I make a beat and I hear it and when you know like in this in a scenario like right now we just finished wrapping up Black Rose Forever too. So any beat that I heard that I was like, damn, this is sweet. I need it. <laughs> like for like, so when I'm when I'm not in that mode though, like I just <clears throat> think of who raps on these type of beats. Let me get this to them. Let me send this to them. You know, no, you know, on, on my own time type of shit. So you know, if I know somebody's looking for beats, if they're trying to put together a project, then they obviously have higher priority. But I still, I keep the same people. Like like I said, uh, I just sent uh, King P and and Nate a beat today. I sent um we got enough. I sent Nas beats and beats today, and you know me and Roland we we locked in. So you know, so when you when you make a beat, how often do you catch yourself doing the oil face, or you just look for other people to make it? And the oil face is like the yeah yeah. I wish y'all could see it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that visual will be nice. (laughs) Yeah, for for emphasis. how often do I catch myself? Uh, well, I make beats by myself pretty much. Like, I don't usually make beats with too many people around. If it is, it's for the person that I'm making it for right then and there. Like, my motto is, if I'm making a beat in front of somebody and they fuck with it, they deserve to have it. So, mm. um, in that situation, nine times out of ten, they gonna be making that face. Like, yeah. Like, that's it. I don't usually make that face because in my head, I already got a vision of what it's about to sound like. If it doesn't sound like that, then we got a problem. But I usually know what it what it's going to sound like in the end, so it doesn't really surprise me too much. That's crazy that you said that to me too. So, in my small time dabbling as a as a rap star, <laughs> um, back in the day, like me and Nazar used to like fuck around and make like tracks. Mm-hmm. So he always would tell me he was like, "Yo, if it don't sound the way like you wanted to sound in your head, then like it you got to do it again or you got to change something." Right. So like for to hear you say that is like damn like there's a lot of like shit that be real similar mm-hmm. amongst like artists and like producers. Yeah. So like if something don't sound right to you, so like you like literally just like stop and be like, nah, I'm shutting down the studio unless I go to Junior's to give me some cheesecake or like <laughs> like, <laughs> like like what type of deal is it? I need the finest Cambodian. <laughs> nah, um, I yeah, I've had times where it's like clearly this beat is not going anywhere where I wanted to go. Yeah. Stop, stop what you're doing, um. So I, I had times like that. I would say it's about fifty fifty. Like some some sometimes I can work through. Like sometimes it's it's simple fixes that that might change the whole outcome of a beat. Like changing the speed, how fast it is, changing up the drum pattern. But um, yeah, I would say it's about fifty fifty. Like um, it's some beats that I just cold giving up on though. Like it's just like a sample that I heard that when I played it in my head it sounded alright, but it didn't turn out that well. Um, yeah, so I would say about fifty fifty. So you you um 
you earlier you were saying you record at your crib too, right? Uh, I record everywhere. I got I got. Oh, you got the I, you got the mobile studio. Yep. Damn, Uber for the studio. <laughs> you got another one. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because I actually got hit up about your nudes on the go idea. My what on the go? Your nudes on the go for from the Naomi and Makia podcast that you said. Yeah, I'll be saying nudes, a lot of shit that I don't even remember. Go, bro. I got to hear more. Well, nudes on the go. Unless y'all put nudes. Uber for nudes. Oh, you're right. You're right. Oh, so instead of you having to take the picture and send it, we just bring the new person to you. Yeah, um, yeah, that that was my concept. Because I was trying to get people not to be caught up in the whole, you know what I'm saying, they knew it's being out on the internet. That's but like, I need to invest. But we're going to see. <laughs> we're going to see. Nudes to go, man. I it might be it. on its way. I need to invest. But um, what software, like, what do you use to record? Because I know I've seen niggas use, like, I don't know if you know what Reaper is. Or, like. Uh, I, I heard of it. Yeah, heard like, it. to record. That's what Nigel used, right? I think he's. Yeah, and I guess I don't know if he's still using it, yeah. but that's what <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, I think he's the only person that I ever heard use that software. But um, I use Logic for everything. Like, like I said, I started off on GarageBand, and Logic to me is like the the way upgraded. You more. pay for that shit, or you get it for free. I found the internet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I found the internet for free. <laughs> so you know, I I did the looking around. Like everybody uses FL Studio, and I was about to ask about that. I couldn't find it. And I was already used to using GarageBand, so like the the switch was seamless from GarageBand to Logic. So it was like, you know, I picked picked right back up. But this had more features, so of course it was stuff to learn. But I make my beats in there, I engineer from there. Um, so it's it's all one and the same. Now, when you say you engineer from there, isn't that really just like pretty much a like clasper in the track together to make sure everything sound like? Nice and cohesive and like clean. Yeah. So like when engineering to me pretty much is I don't have the textbook definition of course, but um so when we I make facts at this podcast, by okay, cool, cool, fuck yeah. facts, yeah. All right, um so I uh nine times out of ten when somebody uses my beat, they record with me. Um so like you know I just pull up on them with my mic and so to me what engineering is is I got the beat, I got their their vocals, and just making sure that their vocals sound correct on the beat. Like, if you just don't do any engineering, it will sound crazy. Like, everything will sound like it's thrown together. Everything will sound like... It'll sound like you recorded it in your house, as, yeah. as opposed to going to, like, a studio or something like that. So, engineering is, you know, taking the time to make sure somebody's voice is as clear as it possibly could be, yeah. adding echoes, effects, all that type of shit. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just making the song as a, as a whole, like making sure the beat sounds right, making sure the person's volume is correct so they won't be too low under the beat or too loud over the beat where it sounds like they're screaming on it and things like that. How much, wait, so you don't just like be, do you, do you record, you don't record random niggas, you record like niggas that you know and shit yeah. like that, right? For the yeah, most part. Yeah. All right, so like, I know you're not trying to do that, but have you ever thought about just getting into the realm of like, like putting up like, hey, I got like, a mobile studio, like I can come to you for like X amount of dollars or, nah, or whatever. I don't want that. <laughs> I want to get myself situated with a studio. That way, I I can have everybody come to me because the thing about about when you're dealing with people like that and you have mobile, they start trying to take advantage. Like, well, if I throw you gas money, do that mean oh, that I, do yeah, that mean yeah, that I don't, yeah, that I don't gotta yeah, put up on yeah, the, on the studio see? time and things see, that's like that? Like, nah, and I'm really not trying to put like. Everybody that's ever hit me that I don't know has, has asked me to pull up somewhere crazy, like somewhere far as fuck. Like, yeah. hey, you trying, you trying to pull up out Waldorf? <laughs> Shitting me. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say Shitting I don't me. got plane money. Nah, yeah, you paying you paying my uh, my carry on fee and all that. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> so I can bring the mic on the plane. That's crazy. Nah, but um, yeah, I just want to get get myself set up with a studio. So you know that's coming soon, hopefully. So you said you you started music with like the R and B go go from your pops. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your favorite style of rap right now? My favorite style of rap. My favorite style of rap now it has always been gangster rap. Like every like anything that sounds like like Fifty Cent is one of my favorite rappers. He's not my favorite. Jay Z is my favorite rapper, but. Jay Z does a lane of rap that I don't think many people could do. That's why I don't like that type of. <laughs> you said he does a lane of rap that many people can't do. All right, so what look, you mean, dog? <laughs> let me give you a breakdown. So Jay Z went from being able to talk that street shit mm-hmm. to 
I'm above the street shit, but mm-hmm. I'm not. But I'm not really above it. Like, like I'm still in it. That, that was I, still midway though. If like, I need to like be here. now, um, he's talking from a place where it's like, like I all right, so went through that, so you didn't have to. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So what I'm gonna say now is, call me a hater if you want. It might have been a little easier to sell drugs back in like you say in the nineties, <laughs> where there wasn't as many like drones and shit flying right, around. Look, but hey, you know, no, 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 no. no. All right, let, let, let's go down. Let's go down that avenue. It might have been easier to sell drugs. Why niggas wasn't rocking about it? I don't know. I don't got the answer. <laughs> what I what I will say is, do we even really know if Jay Z was in the trenches like that? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. All right, let's go down that avenue some more. <laughs> <laughs> if he was able to sell you on it and he wasn't actually doing it, does that not deserve a little more credit? Because mm. it sounds credible, even if it's not. Hmm. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I ain't trying to sway you, but that's just you know that's just something, Maybe, something to think but about. But I mean, Blueface raps. No, 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 no. no, 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 no it no, talks no, about no, how you no, saying they cleaning niggas no, up. You know what I'm saying? No, so. <laughs> No, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. He's trash. Know. I'm sorry. So Blueface is trash. Blueface is trash. Maybe. Uh, what do you mean, maybe? But it gets the kids hype. Gets the kids going. <laughs> but um, yeah. So Jay Z's in a lane that not many other people can occupy because he's done like all the phases of like I guess that you can do as a, as a rap artist, which reasonably I guess I can recognize. Right. Um, but. I don't know. Oh, you were you were saying your favorite style of rap was gangster, gangster rap. rap. Jay Z's your favorite rapper. That's how we got to that point, right? So Fifty Cent, of course. Uh, like I don't know anybody that's talking some good gangster shit. Like I'm fuck with the baby. Um, right now. Uh, of course the the Migos they got like they held me down from for such a long stretch of yeah. time. Like I'm not like I'm not saying that they're done now, but like they're not. They don't gotta do nothing no more, bro. Right. Then they're, they're not where they're they not was at no at one point. Like in eating, you know, that that no label two time period, every track on, on that joint was fire, bro. Every track. Like I don't think it had hey, I don't in, think it had a skip intro, on there. I don't think it had skips on there. Well, so if you wanna win me, urge. just talk some cool gangster shit and I'm I'm here. I'm tuned in. So let me ask you this. I know a lot of artists love to listen to their own music. So when you hop in your car, what's the first thing you're going to play? Is it going to be something directly from yourself? Or would it be like another artist that you like, really like their music? I don't like listening to myself. Really? <laughs> like, I listen to my beats to see, like, all right. I need, slap I, I need to, yeah. So so that's one thing. When I finish making a beat, because I make a beat on my laptop. When I finish making a beat, I send it to myself, listen to it in the car. After I'm done, get that shit out of here. Let me listen to something else. Like Man. let me listen. Let me listen to what I want to sound like. Who I'm competing with. What I like. You know what I'm saying. Like who's who's inspiring me right now. And that could be anything. Like I don't listen to gangster rap all the time. I really listen to some R and B. You know, like some some you know a mix of all types of raps. But whatever is in the moment inspiring me, that cut that on. I definitely feel you. Yeah. Cause like with the podcast, I'll give it a, a solid listen, and then. Once I'm done, I'm like, all right, so where can I tweak that? Let me go check out this podcast over here. But I'm not even listening to the, the major ones anymore. Like, I find myself. Yeah, I stopped listening to the major ones. I, I find myself digging through, through Apple, iTunes, in the bottom of the comedy section. Like, oh, this is the, the slap box. Yeah, you, you got to listen to yourself for quality assurance, but I don't, I don't, that's not my. That yeah. shit kills me, bro. So I be, I literally am sitting here listening to the whole conversation happen, and like, then I like go home and I listen to the whole thing. <laughs> and and, and like, I know for y'all, it's like, I just said this shit that I'm listening to. Yeah, Why do I? Yeah. And then it drop on Monday and I be like, right, I gotta listen to it again. Yeah. So like, I literally hear the podcast like anywhere between three to four times. Yeah, yeah. And then I be sick of the episode after that. <laughs> I be sick nah, of that, it. that's how, that's how I get like, so. Um, right now, this, this, like I said, I'm gonna keep plugging it as much as I could. But Black Rose Forever Two is about to come out. But my my solo, my first solo project that dropped, I listened to that shit so much. I'm I don't feel like I'm, I gave it the push that it deserved by the time that it came out because I heard that shit so much. Yeah. It was like God damn it, I'm sick of hearing this shit. I yeah. know some to some fresh ears it probably sounds cool. Don't play that shit around me. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't play that shit. Around I don't want to hear it. What's next? Like. What's the new beat? What's the new song? Yeah, anything but that, please. <laughs> so yeah, I, I I feel you one hundred percent on that. Yeah. yeah, but 
Damn. So, I mean, we pretty much getting close to that time. I mean, anything that you want to, you know, say that's profound, you want to lead the people with, like, what you're working on next, your social media, this is your chance to just, like, if you want to spit five bars, you know what I'm saying, whatever, like, right now, this moment. <laughs> I ain't got like that. I'm not a freestyler. I'm a... I'm going to come prepared and written, but I don't have it right now. But um, <clears throat> let me see. Let me give y'all my Instagram. Yeah, my Instagram is underscore Anton, A-N-T-O-N, forever. Y'all know how to spell forever, underscore. Um, Twitter is, should be similar to the same thing. It is Anton forever, underscore, on Twitter. Um, right now, working on Black Row Forever 2 with my man Black Row. We just shot a video on Saturday, so the video hopefully should be dropping sometime. Uh, I'm not going to put the press on the cameraman like that, even though, <laughs> <laughs> even though if you're listening, <laughs> it's like, nah, but um, so hopefully by the end of this week, um, and then after, we just wanted to- You said the end of this week? Yeah. Dang! <laughs> yeah, so, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, we were trying to give the visual at the same time as we released the project, so uh, in the next, I, I want to say, I don't want to get trigger happy, but I want to say within the next two weeks, we're going to have the project out um, <clears throat> coming up. I feel like I want to do another like compilation tape with just different people rapping on my beat. So, um, artists, if you're listening, if I know you, I'm gonna probably be reaching out soon. If I don't know you and you've heard my shit and you want to get on my shit, reach out to me because I'm I'm definitely open, definitely willing to work with everybody. Unless you just, you know, unless I gotta tell you, this ain't it, chat. But you know, <laughs> other than that, reach out and and you know I'm here. So we just working. Respect. Actually, I'm sorry. One last question I had to ask you. Um, so at the beginning of like the uh, like beats, producers usually had their tag or whatever. I know that you had like the little the chick saying Anton for like. Did you have like a shorty come in and say that, or like did you just find a voice and like fucked up story? All right. So <clears throat> there's an actor that passed away. His name is Anton something, but he played in Star Trek, and I kept hearing his name on the news. And so like when I um. I looked up on YouTube. I was like, damn, I got to find a tag with my name in it. So at first, I had this tag. Y'all ever seen Six Man? Yeah. So <clears throat> first, my tag was... The basketball movie? Yeah. yeah. With the ghost? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, <laughs> so uh, Kadeem Hardison, his name in there was Anton. So uh, Marlon, he got his line in there. He said, Anton, we did it, baby. And that was my tag at first. That shit sound played out. So <laughs> like, I, I couldn't get it to the way, like, because it was like... In the middle of a movie, and people yeah. was other people was talking and shit like that. Uh, so, um, yeah, I found I found that clip on YouTube, and it's like it's a news reporter actually. She's saying, you know, we, you know, fans and friends, we will remember Anton forever. And I was like, that just sounds sweet. That's me. <laughs> so I just chopped that up and uh, started yeah. throwing it in the beats. And like the first person I played it for, they said, that's hard. You got to keep you that. Keep that shit. But <clears throat> you know, I think I'm a transition. Like Black Row, he gave me this this new tag. You know, this Anton shit, crazy. So I think I'm y'all gonna be hearing a variety of that coming up. I'm excited. I'm excited. Mm. Well, damn, yeah. Appreciate you coming through, man, and doing uh, the, and doing the podcast. Alistair, you want to lead the people with, with some wise words of wisdom? Of course, I always got you. Uh, this week, stairs to greatness. Um, what I got? What I got? Life's too short, so just go after it. Because if you wait, it's gonna pass you by. Respect, respect, well, man. Uh, make yeah, sure you follow me, Doctor Do Work, Doctor underscore Do Work. Make sure you follow the podcast page, A N B period podcast, A N B period podcast. Bring up. Any events that we're going to be at, what we're doing, when we link, and where we be. Uh, Bryce, where's our live show going to be at? Damn, you put me on the spot. Oh, but, uh, we're, doing, we're, doing our, we're doing our Undiscover. Live show, turn yeah, up. Yeah, turn up. <laughs> well, we're doing our Undiscover. We're going to be doing some uh, some trivia and doing some questions there. Uh, that's going to be in downtown Silver Spring at the Civic Center, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. And we got, um, we got a special guest coming through. Just, and it'll be uh, August 2nd, which is a Friday. So it's going to be a dope show. It's going to be a bunch of different artists in the area coming out to perform. Uh, it'll be a little party there. So, I mean, if you want to come through, um, you know, check us out. We're going to have prize giveaways, you know, some trivia questions. Um, I'm sure there's going to be some legs out there, fellas. So, I mean, definitely come through and check that out. And speaking of legs, I really don't understand the beef that's going on between, like, the whole hot girls and the city boys. <laughs> fellas, let them do their thing, <laughs> man. I'm trying to enjoy it. If they want to bust it open like a bag of chips, let them bust it open like a bag of chips. You know what I'm saying? It's that simple. And with that being said, y'all can follow me on all my social media. 
Y-O-U-N-G-T-A-M-A-R-A-C-K, Young Tamarack. And as always, at the end of the episode, you're going to hear some music from an artist locally in the area, and uh, Anton going to let y'all know what that is. Yes, sir. This is a fresh new track off of Black Road Forever Part 2. Me and Black Road is called Power. It's an A and B exclusive. Appreciate y'all for listening. A and B podcast. Peace. Peace. Back again, back again, bro. That Anton shit crazy. Power, money, and power. Money hungry, nigga, about to devour. This world is ours. Slicker than a can of oil. Need some game, I got that for you. Got your hand out like I owe you. I'ma act like I don't know you. Feeling like Big Macho, aka Hey Honcho. I tell Killer Pronto, and he smoke you like Fronto. While I'm chilling with my feet up, it's time to turn the heat up. Let niggas know that we up. Every beat I crush like free lunch. <laughs> Too easy. I'm still in the booth, and yeah, they got me in pace. But still, they never could be me. We back for the repeat. Black rowing forever. They never seen nothing better. They wonder why we so clever. We working through all the pain. Life ain't the same. I lost my niggas to gunfire. A part of my empire. It's hard to just move by. We light up to slow sound. We still got mob ties. I'm locked in like nine to five. OT like every day. Still trying to find a way. Make a way. Trapping still up in the straight. Working through it day to day. They hate to see us winning. Right damn shame. Working towards them better days. Still looking towards them better days.